Hey guys, it's been a long time, but I've flown all the way back to California and I'm lucky enough to be sitting down with Dane Reynolds. We're at his house. Let's check him out and see what he's up to now. Hey guys, welcome to another Otcast. I'm all the way, I've flown all the way to California and I am so lucky enough to have Dane Reynolds, the one and only. <laughs> Dane, thank you for being on the Otcast. Of course. Of course. Thanks, uh, me. And thanks, we had a little surf. I got you out of your zone, which I'm <laughs> thinking is pretty rare. <laughs> yeah, my daily routine is Emmawood and then I was thought I was meeting you guys at Emmelwood, but he didn't know where Emmelwood was, but just so happens that the wave he was checking was way better than Emmelwood. So yeah. ended yeah. up having actually kind of some fun. For yeah. summertime in Ventura, that was fun. That was. You wouldn't believe it, but that's, mm. that's the surf is really bad here in the summer. <laughs> it's, it's pretty typical to be foggy onshore shit for weeks on end. Weeks on end. That was fun. The sun popped out. Yeah. You were ripping as always. Yeah, You've been on any trips lately? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've been actually traveling a lot, um, trying to film for, just kind of collect footage for a part I'm going to try to put out in a month, um, and getting close to Courtney, my wife, giving Exciting. birth to twins. Exciting. Uh, I've been trying to kind of put in as much time on the road as I could, um, which sometimes make you, makes you, uh, the pressure of like feeling the timeline down makes you make some sort of like odd decisions on trips, you know, like, oh, it could happen, it could. And then, then so I've been traveling a lot and not really scoring too oh, great really? surf, but it's been fun. Yeah. A lot of Central America, because I'm oh, trying to Central like America. stay somewhat close. close. Yeah, yeah, Central America. So you went to El Salvador? El Salvador, Costa Rica. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah and then quick trip for vans to Canada and what was before that? I don't know. I've been <laughs> been kind of on the road a lot. Yeah. So really exciting times. You're starting a family. Yeah. Well, continuing. Yeah. Continuing. <laughs> we have a uh, son, Sammy. Oh, no. I did not know that. Yeah. He's, How old Sam? He's two and three months or something like okay. that. Oh, yeah, sweet. So he's so going to be adding. big brother. Unreal. Big twins. brothers. They're going to have... And do you know what sex? Two girls coming. Two girls coming. Twins. Yep. Wow. Boy, exciting. Courtney stoked. Absolutely. Yeah, well, in Ventura, that's where you grew up, right? I grew up, I moved to Ventura when I was 10. Okay, from where? Uh, Bakersfield. Okay. <laughs> you know where oh, that is? No, I would not have a clue. <laughs> is it inland? It sounds like it's inland. It's inland, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's like maybe two and a half hours from here, oh, wow. inland. So did you surf before you were 10? Well, my dad grew up surfing. Um, so I had like an interest in it. I was pretty scared of the ocean though. And then my friend moved to Ventura mm -hmm. and I spent the summer with him oh, and we'd go down to the beach every day with a bodyboard and a surfboard mm -hmm. but ride the bodyboard every day yeah. and then eventually graduated surfing and then my dad got transferred back to LA for his job and him being a longtime surfer we ended up moving to Ventura thankfully because we are looking around Orange County and stuff too mm -hmm. and uh, I don't know it would have been trippy uh, <laughs> I wonder how different I would have been yeah right living in Huntington Beach or something. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. I was going to say that because I've never really been up this way. I've already, already, I've always stayed on the other side mm -hmm. of LA and it's so much more mellower on this side. Yeah, it's cool up here. Yeah. I like it. Other than really shitty summer surf. Yeah, right. <laughs> to keep saying, but is there a, 
was there any rivalry when you were growing up between that side of LA's or this side of LA's or not really? Definitely, uh, when I first started competing and yeah. stuff, we have to go down there and surf. Yeah. And there was like this sort of thing where you're like, oh, like all the Souther kids are sponsored. Like, yeah. all, like there was a lot more interest in surfers from down there than up here. Or that was what we all thought, yeah. supposedly. But like all the kids down there were like sponsored from an earlier age and like had more support and mm. more of like, I don't know, the, all the industries down there. So, um, yeah, there was, there was definitely like a rivalry. Yeah. yeah. You never, you never, did you ever live there for a while on that side? No. no. Always, never did. Always lived Baseball. in Ventura and Loyal. then now here, which is 15 minutes north. Like your state of origin, you have never left. You've stayed loyal, <laughs> yeah. which is great. <laughs> when, um, when was your first contest? Uh, I think I was 13 or 14. Mm -hmm. And it was uh, south side, it's called South Jetty on the south side of the Ventura Harbor. Mm -hmm. I think I got fourth, but there's like 10 kids in it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, pretty... Uh, because you've always been like, you're the most like, you're the, one of the best, if not the best free surfer. And then you did compete for a while. And I'm sure a lot of my um, viewers out there, listeners out there would want to know um, what you prefer. And I know it's probably what the answer is going to be, but you did compete and you did um, get into the top five one year. I think you ended up fourth. Yeah, tied Taj for fourth. You tied Taj for fourth, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Must have got some pleasure out of um Competing, competing but for sure yeah there was definitely some really like awesome moments when everything came together and stuff but i think just uh i don't know i spent my whole career like making up excuses in my head and all this stuff but i just couldn't handle the pressure i think yeah. and i i don't know i just prefer doing surf trips with friends yeah i felt kind of isolated when i was traveling on tour i actually like am envious of like the brazilians who have this like traveling like family they're all friends mm. and they like stay together and stuff and i never really like had that I felt kind of like isolated on tour and yeah. then I do trips with my friends like I had like a different a lot of my friends in the surfing community didn't compete and like say modern collective and stuff like that yeah. I'd, I'd do trips with those guys and just had so much more fun and then I'd go to on tour like a tour event and I'd stay at like the team house and I don't know yeah and then the actual competing the actual like getting prepared for a heat, I'd just freak out and like surf my heat. Was, I couldn't handle the pressure. Yeah. And then I just ended up leaving because I just felt like there was like, um, I don't know, I, I just enjoy filming and um, making films. Mm. And um, after like, seriously, when I got fourth that year, I was just like, I think this is as good as it gets. Yeah, and I'm right. gonna like exit now and yeah. I'm gonna go do films and. Oh, that's cool. You just left at the top. Yeah, <laughs> fourth's good enough for me. Yeah, fourth's great. Yeah, that's pretty who's crazy. Your who's your favorite, um, or maybe not, let's say, favorite, but the most exciting free surfer that you surf with? I think it's pretty obvious that, like, the best... Okay, so I would have to say the most exciting free surfing that I can ever remember was probably surfing with John John in Japan. Oh, okay. Uh, he wasn't on tour yet. Oh, okay. But uh, I just feel like he was developing so quickly at that point I think he was probably like 18 or 19 mm -hmm. and I was pretty just blown away at obviously his technical ability and his airs and stuff like that but he was just drawing different lines and this wave that we were surfing was just so perfect and you could pretty much surf it any way you could and I felt like I just saw something I had never seen before watching him surf those waves wow inspired that was you. probably yeah for sure yeah and uh, then I was going to say your most exciting or favorite guy on tour and you just 
mention someone that's onto it, it's probably going to be him. John, John, of yeah. course, yeah. <laughs> uh, Fleep was pretty yeah. sick. I don't know. That, I mean, did you watch Joe Bay? Any of it? I mean, it's pretty t- like it, tough. it would start right, <laughs> right when I go to bed, and yeah. then end when I woke up. Yeah. So I didn't really get to watch it live or whatever. But I, I checked out the recaps. There's some, yeah, some crazy surfing. Some going crazy on. surfing. I was going to ask, do you watch them all? Or I'm guessing you probably don't watch them all. Um, I don't watch them all. If I'm if I'm like not doing anything and the yeah. waves look fun and whatever, I'll check it out for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, it's definitely fun fun to watch. I enjoy, I enjoy being a spectator more than I do doing it. <laughs> Same. <laughs> yeah. So where you live pretty close to Channel Islands, you've pretty much um, surfed those boards forever, haven't you? Have you ever had another company or? Um, yeah, Islands? pretty much rode them since. So let's see. The neighborhood that I grew up in, there's this kid. I don't know if you know him, but Jeff Brack. No. He was amazing. He's such a good surfer. He's yeah. like a year older than me and rode for Channel Islands. And he would sell me his secondhand boards. And then Channel Islands used to do these workouts or like team sort of like run mock heats and like make us jog. And well, anyways, the deal was I could like, if I could get us a ride, we'd go to these team workouts on like Tuesdays or whatever. And then uh, eventually they're like, I remember. And then afterwards we'd go have dinner at Al's and Terry would make us dinner. And I remember one day the team manager like, was like, hey, like, come here. He's like, um, we'll offer you a deal, like, 240 for a board, like, whatever. <laughs> and I was like, well, I'm pretty good right now. I've, like, got a couple boards. <laughs> I didn't really understand that I was, like, getting sponsored. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, that's how, I mean, that's how it started. That was, like, my first sponsorship. And he got me on hardware as well. Yeah. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. Probably not. It was, like, a thumbs up. Oh, was it? No. He has this company. <laughs> and then uh you would have been 13 or something 14, 14 maybe 14. yep yeah. 13 and 14. still riding them now you shape a little bit too i believe uh yeah i i got super into shaping a few years ago um actually just i had like made some boards before but just kind of just for fun and then i was reading the michael thompson book Oh, sorry, not Michael Thompson, Michael Peterson book. Okay, yeah. And and I just got hyped on that um, era of surfing when you're, like, as good as you were a shaper. You built yeah. your own equipment. And I was like, oh, we're, like, pussies. We don't even make our own equipment. So I, like, got really into trying to, like, learn the craft and make good boards. And it was got really into it for a yeah. while. And then Because you, know, you did compete busy, on your own boards a little bit too, didn't you, back in when you were competing? Uh, I did. You know what? So the year, this is after I quit doing the tour full time, but, uh, I got second to Kelly. I was riding a different board. I wasn't riding my hand shape, uh, Uh, the whole contest and then broke in the semis. And then I rode my hand shape in the finals and it went fine, but I lost. I got smoked. Where was that? France. (laughs) France. Yeah. 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 No, classic. That'd be cool. (laughs) Yeah. Ride your own board in a final. Yeah. Pretty random. It's really difficult making a good surfboard, and it really yeah. give, makes you like appreciate the sort of craft that goes into it. And there's like a big difference between my boards and like Alice boards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even when I get one that I thought looked good or felt good, and I'd watch the footage, and you see like water coming over the rail here and there, and it's just like really makes you appreciate like yeah. good shapers. Yeah. You shaped uh, a board called the Sperm Whale. Yeah. That was your model. <laughs> That's a funny name. <laughs> That was actually a pretty funny uh, story behind that. Thomas Campbell. Um, do you know who Thomas Campbell is? 
Not so, no. Okay, so he's like a surf filmmaker, okay. photographer, artist. Um, he wanted, he had this like concept. He wanted me to shape these like really fucked up looking boards. Yeah. Uh, just that would look so unrideable and shitty essentially. Yeah. And he took a photo like for just for the photo. Okay. I don't know if he's commissioned by Surfer, but anyways, it <laughs> ended up on the cover of Surfer magazine. This wow. photo. Uh, of me with these fucked up surfboards. And one of those was the sperm whale, which this is before I was really like into shaping that much. Mm. I would, I like had this philosophy. I thought that it was like amazing to shape boards without like templates or measurements or anything. I was just like, oh, free form. Like <laughs> thought it was amazing. <laughs> so I was just like free forming all these boards. And that one looked like a sperm whale. I don't know if oh, you've seen it? it, but it looks just, <laughs> I don't know, it looks shit. Yeah, did it go? <laughs> It, I thought it was amazing. Really? I thought it was the best board ever. So I wrote it like a ton. Yeah. And then I did a trip with Thomas Campbell who yeah. was there and like, uh, essentially I made this board because he wanted to photograph me shaping fucked up boards. Yeah. And then I took it on this trip and I was like, this board's amazing. And then I wrote it like the whole trip. And he's like, dude, will you get off that thing? That thing's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> but shut you down. Yeah, he, shut, he, done, he thought it was terrible. But the thing was really fun. And funny thing, I like, so I was writing it, putting out clips on it. And then Channel Islands is like, dude, we're getting all these requests for that thing. <laughs> like, oh, people no. want to order it. <laughs> so they're like, can we just like scan it? And like, like, we'll just make some random like one-offs. And I was like, sure. Yeah. And then like people started writing it and liking it and <laughs> it turned and into like a full model. A full model. And I still have people come up and tell me like, oh, they love the it. sperm well is the sickest. <laughs> it's basically a fun, like a yeah. fun board. Like it's, yeah. I don't know, like, it's a little... Up. It's, I think it was like 5'4", like oh, wow. probably 22 inches or something. Wow. It was just like a really little random. like just shit board, <laughs> but fun. A little rice bubble. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, Dane, what kind of boards are you working on and what kind of board at the moment do you like surfing? Um, For pleasure. Well, so Britt Merrick made my boards when I was like 14. Mm -hmm. And then like... I think that was like pretty typical, like you're a kid and you get boards from Britt Merrick and then you end up getting boards from Al eventually when you're like legit. <laughs> mm -hmm. And Britt didn't end up shaping for years and then he just started, well he was shaping I think as like a hobby but not working at Channel Islands. Uh -huh. And then he just came back like two years ago and I've just been working on boards with him and uh, pretty much just been riding this one model that's like pretty like low entry rocker yep. like really mellow curves mm -hmm. and it just seems to work in everything it's really plain and pretty simple. basic yeah. and it just feels like um i don't know it reminds me of like channel islands prior to like rookie and proton and stuff like that where it's like really mellow rockers and just has good glide drive like just good basic all-around board no cool kind of moving away from uh hectic rockers you know <laughs> like yeah. Boards got so curvy. Because you used to surf a lot of rocker. Yeah, my boards were really yeah. curvy for a while. Yeah. Um, but I'm liking a little bit less rocker, yeah. a little bit more faster. Yeah, a little more yeah. speed yeah. and drive. Mm. You, you would have probably stayed with that, right? You I never would have gotten with super nah, rocker. I didn't, you know? Nah, I didn't at all. It's just the simpler, the better for me. Yeah. What were you riding before JS's? Um, Rusty. Oh, no, Rod Dahlberg, actually. Dahlberg, I yeah, remember seeing Dahlbergs. the Dahlbergs. Rusty at the start, then Dahlbergs, yeah. They were great. They were great too, the Dahlbergs. JS's. Were you kind of the first one to go to, J to to align with JS? I wasn't, no, Luke Egan. Yeah, he Luke was Egan, first. Yeah. that's right. And then like Dingo. Yeah, yep. And, uh, and you were riding Dahlbergs at that point? I was. 
Yeah, I won my world title on double X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I know, I know, I can answer this question. I mean, I know your favourite hobby is probably filmmaking, but have you got any other hobbies apart from yeah, chooks and yeah? <laughs> that's all your hobbies. I mean, it's probably taking up all your time. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm actually. I don't know if you call it hobbies. It's all, I don't know. It's like somewhere between hobby and work. But I mean, building this brand has been probably yeah. my biggest like endeavor outside of surfing for a long time. Yeah. Former. Yeah, former, which is like, just it's been really fun to learn leadership skills <laughs> and sort of a crash course in business. And uh, I mean, and then the filmmaking is like, is really cool because it just plugs right into that. Doing surf films based around. Um, product launches and stuff oh, so like that. so it's all integrated pretty much. Yeah. yeah. So that's, I mean, between that and having a two-year-old and kids on the way and <laughs> a big uh, machine of a house that yeah. got to take care of, it's pretty pretty busy. And like 22 pigeons, six roosters, <laughs> yeah. chickens, anyone, any, oh, dogs. Two dogs. You've got Pam. Got Pam. And she's got her own social um, her own Instagram Pam's famous. Account. Pam's famous. <laughs> yeah. Does she does she talk? Pam talks. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Pam talks a lot. <laughs> own Instagram. Check out Pam. Pam loves Ferrari boys. Pam loves Ferrari boys. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> How many followers you got? Oh, I don't even know. Sixty thousand maybe or something. Really? Wow, it's pretty good. That is good. So what, how that came about was Courtney, my wife. Yeah. Since I've known her, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like her hobby is like anthropomorphizing animals, which is like applying human traits to them. And we get a big kick out of it around the house. And um, she would like, like talk from the perspective of Pam and stuff. And then she started the Instagram kind of for funsies and mm-hmm. then started, uh, and I like encouraged her to do the talking cause it, I got a kick out of it. And then people actually started following and then she's built, built a brand around Pam's persona it's insane people probably think we're all probably people think we're insane i don't know <laughs> well, <that's sick. laughs> uh, but people seem to get a, a you know genu- genuinely like yeah like the instagram so i love still. it i'm following <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you've got chickens how many chickens do you have oh man i don't uh f- six maybe six have you got names for them yeah, but I wouldn't be able to. You can't tell Courtney them. would know the names of them all. I know the the roosters, Junior. Okay. And then there's Beth. <laughs> um, these are new ones. I forget. Courtney okay. named them. Um, they make I should it. know. They make eggs for you. They make eggs. Beautiful. Yeah. And you've got pigeons. We've got pigeons. Um, Twenty. Actually, don't know those. Don't know. Those. So they're pretty much like a buffet for for hawks. Are they? So. Oh. You let and them then fly. they breed you let them, too. You let them fly. Yeah, yeah. So they fly. And they come back. They come, hopefully come back. <laughs> they, they do pretty well, but seasonally there's this one hawk that comes back that just like tunes into their schedule and just ambushes them. Wow. So yeah, their, their um, population just goes up and down. Up and down. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, back to the waves, Rincon, I've never surfed there. I'd love to surf there, but I'm sure it must be crowded like our local break snapper at home. You, you surf there, hard to get waves or for you must be easy? Snapper is really hard to get waves. Rincon's really hard to get waves. I'm like such a grom in the lineup. I still like <laughs> sit on the inside and try to like vulture scraps. Yep. And then like, I don't know. I, I'm really shit at positioning. That's like, <laughs> I feel like that was like my, you know how like in a video game, there's stats. It's like 
So like power, airs, positioning, I'd be like a zero at positioning. Really? I'm so shit at positioning and catching waves. And then like you throw in a bunch of people in the uh, mix and I'm just terrible at catching waves. So mm. um, yeah, the crowds are shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I think of Rincon, I think of Tom Curran. Yes. Was he your uh, hero growing up? Tom was definitely my hero growing up, yeah. Um, I used to watch Searching for Tom Curran like pretty much on repeat. Yeah. Still the you, sickest film. <laughs> did you find him? <laughs> He's elusive. <laughs> he actually, so the wave that I grew up surfing in Ventura mm-hmm. was localized similarly to Silver Strand or maybe even more so. And it still, if anywhere, still has that sort of notorious sort of stigma about localism, it'd be there. But Tom like kind of has the free pass. He's surfed there since I was a kid. so. Mm-hmm. I would surf out there and so you see to Tom all the time, yeah, yeah. Wow. and it was cool. Um, still see him out there yep. on a skimboard. On a skimboard, I've <laughs> seen him, that's crazy. Yeah, I can't yep. believe you can ride that thing. I read yesterday, I read the Declaration of Independence when you did leave the tour, <laughs> and I was impressed. I, that was like so articulate, and you're a really good writer. Have you ever thought about writing a book? <laughs> uh, no, I thought about writing like a sitcom one. <laughs> okay, <laughs> classic. <laughs> Well, you're in the right spot with all the famous actors around here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. That thing's kind of embarrassing now. I think I was just like trying to figure out, I don't know. I was like all emo and trying to figure out <laughs> why, why I couldn't handle the pressure or whatever, you know. But um, I actually was curious when I knew you were coming up today. Yeah. How old were you when you went back on tour and won yeah. a world title? Yeah, well, um, I left in the, my late 20s and I took like five years off and then came back to it yeah and so so like 30 or 31 yeah, yeah, you came about, back yeah and... about 31 and did you win you mean you're thinking about doing it yourself no I'm not <laughs> I'm not I just was curious just though curious, because yeah. that's actually exactly my age yeah right uh I couldn't imagine like doing that doing that but I couldn't imagine well I don't know that's actually I was gonna say like someone my age winning a world title with how good like kids are surfing these days but actually it's it's changed just with like mick they're just just so smart and consistent and stuff they still are definitely right there but um, yeah but yeah and then now the felipe's and that like they weren't there back in my day you know what i mean there's so the the uh, levels so were you 31 when you won the world title yeah oh 30 99 99 yeah i was about yeah 31 32 oh that's pretty cool um that's pretty insane come back yeah, thank you. <laughs> Kelly wasn't Kelly wasn't competing that year, and you should never let the truth interfere with a good story. But <laughs> <laughs> really, you think that matters, though? Oh, I think it might have. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and then, well, and yeah. then back. Uh, remember, we were talking about last time I saw. Or I don't know if that was really the last time I saw you, but when I saw you uh, in the liquor store yes. after that contest, you yeah. like almost requalified that year. That, that was, was funny. Insane. Yeah. That was, I've got such a vivid memory of that. Cause I was like, I was so bummed. I like, I made it through so many heats and then I had Pat Godowskis like the round before the quarters and I had him and then he got a wave and he was on the shore. And you did good at Margaret's that year too. Yeah. Before that I made the semis. Yeah. And you like were like, like, I wasn't trying to qualify, but you could, you were like, I could have technically like close. I could have. And then I blew that heat cause I took a wave and I shouldn't have taken it. I didn't need to when he got back out and got the score right at the end. But then I went to Brazil to commentate and there was a six star there that I should have stayed for because I was like number 20 something in the ratings. But <laughs> Billabong are like, no, 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 you're going to Peru. You need to host a trip. And I'm like, just do what you're told. How old are you now? 
I'm 51. Mm. Wow, that wasn't that long ago too. So you would have been like. That wasn't that long ago. I was 40, yeah, 40, five or yeah. six. Yeah. That would have been so sick. <laughs> I'm still thinking, still thinking about making a comeback. So maybe I'll make a comeback in like 15 <laughs> years. Yeah, yeah, you got time. You got heaps of time. Um, but what about Marine Lay Productions? Do you still have that? Actually, I'm getting an email. I got an email today about if I wanted to renew my trademark or whatever oh. on it because I pretty much am not doing anything with it anymore. Yeah, but okay. I was thinking about maybe doing like an archive site or something with it if I could find all the videos. Really? <laughs> They're everywhere. I have no idea where they would be, but oh, well. someone might have them. <laughs> this day and age, you think you'd be able to find them quite easily. Yeah. And do you still, you're still um, producing your own content though, in a, but not just under Marine Layer? Um, well, I mean, I mean, the next clip. The last film I did was under Marine Layer Productions, oh, okay. but I kind of saw that as like the final one. That's yeah. what I thought at the time. Uh -huh. um, just, I don't know, I am started a clothing label and I'm doing most of my stuff, I'm gonna do probably most of my films through that. And uh, it's just you don't wanna be spread too thin and putting like everything yeah. in different places. I'm just focusing on that for now, but I'm still making films. I just don't think I'll call it Marine Layer Productions anymore. Okay. And, but maybe an archive site in the future if I could find stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you, you must enjoy uh, making the films and editing that and stuff. I do, yeah. I, I really enjoy, first of all, the surfing part. Yeah. Um, and then, I don't know, I was like obsessed with surf films when I was a kid. And I always, I just like, when I first started doing surf trips, I'd film everything on the trip and make like a video out of it. Yeah. And I just like, um, just, I don't know, it's fulfilling to be creative yeah. with your surfing and to like do trips with your friends and make films out of it. it that's, I don't know. That's for me feels like the most natural way to like apply my surfing. Yeah, is yeah. the films. Oh, sweet! You do a lot of filming with Craig Anderson. I went on a trip with him once. He's an incredible surfer, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And you guys had super. You went South Coast. Yeah, we did. Kiama. Yeah, that wedge, and he was doing airs about like twenty feet out of the <laughs> water. I actually started this brand with Craig. Me and Craig oh, you did? started. Oh, it. Yeah. So former is with Craig. Me and Craig uh, started with um, two of our friends who are skateboarders, one of them passed away, but uh, so it's me, Craig, and a skateboarder that owned okay. it and uh, hired two of our friends and mm -hmm. um, trying to make, make shit work. Um, it's been kind of like a crazy learning experience, yeah. um, crash course crash and course. business, yeah. um, but it's pretty fun and exciting. Another like creative endeavor that's been pretty, um, pretty fun. No way. And it, I mean, it, we're, it, we essentially want to do like film projects and um, I don't know, it started kind of naively. Like we want to have a clothing brand to fund our filming projects and kind of create um, a culture around it and pick up kids that yeah. we like and back and try to kind of mentor them. And uh, nice. yeah, it's kind of in its beginning stages. We only launched in February. Okay. So, so your grandpa, Bob, gave <laughs> you your first camera, a Super 8 camera when you were 18. How's that? That was your introduction to filming, I guess. Yeah. Uh, well, like I said, I was already really interested in, f in filmmaking, but through the very narrow scope of surf films, that was, you know, my interest. And um, I think, like, watching Feral Kingdom, like Sony Miller films, oh, yeah, where there's, yeah. like, this certain look, and I was like, what is that? And yeah. someone told me it's Super 8, and my grandpa, like, had a Super 8 camera, so... Uh, 
yeah, started carrying that around and filming stuff. Probably around like first chapter was a film that I did forever ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's kind of where that started. You mean you like that? <laughs> Like that, like it's like the Jack McCoy, like when the 16 millimeter, like the real grainy look. It's way cool, that. Yeah, like film burns yeah. and kind of like fucked up looking, and like also when you shoot Super 8 at like 18 frames a second, mm-hmm. it has that like speed that's yeah. like a little faster than reality. That yeah. like just has a specific look that. Um, I don't know. For me, there wasn't like that much access to it at that time. Now I feel like there's almost been a super big resurgence in it, and it's like. Uh, pretty popular and like easy to access. Maybe just internet makes everything super easy to yeah, access and yeah. learn about. But um, it felt like I was discovering something, like getting a old camera that my grandpa used in the yeah. '60s or whatever. You know, <laughs> it like felt like this really cool discovery yeah. at the time. But yeah, obviously it's pretty accessible and it's funny. Every single filmer these days carries a Super 8 on. Yeah, they have their red and a Super 8. Yeah, it's right. like this, like 50 grand and yeah. 200 bucks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What do you think about social media? I don't know what I think about it. What That's do you a think weird question, it? eh? <laughs> like, just put you on the spot. And I mean, compared to you know what? Actually, the, sixteen millimeter and now <laughs> now there's media. a sixteen millimeter app. <laughs> yeah, right. That can just make it sixty-eight. Exactly. It looks exactly yeah. the same, dude. You couldn't even tell the difference. Are you serious? Probably. Yeah, it probably is. <laughs> no, I think there. How's the VHS app? Have you seen that? That's no. like looks exactly like a VHS camera. Well. Uh, um, social media. I mean, you've got your own Instagram and um, don't use it a whole lot, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Should use it more. Uh, it's the way of the world, isn't it, now? It's insane. I don't think I could have, like... If I was an 18-year-old surfer right now, it would... I'd be... I don't know. I guess they just grow up in that environment, yeah. but I wouldn't... I feel like when I was a kid, it was, like, shameful to be self-promotional, and now you have to to make a career yeah. in surfing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's trippy. And... I guess I'm learning that late in life. Late in life. I would be confusing if I was a kid, I feel yeah. like, knowing how to promote yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, do you send emails and stuff? Yeah. You do? <laughs> I'm well, good with emails. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah? You? Right. I've never done it. You've never done an email? I promise you, I've never <laughs> sent insane. an email. That's so oh, hard like, to believe. People, I know. I've do you ne- have an email address? Yeah, I do, but I don't look at it. Yeah. <laughs> I just have one because, you know, sometimes you've got to have one to do stuff, but I've never sent one and never... Yeah, That's insane. I'm a <laughs> dinosaur. <laughs> I'm, a don- I'm the last dinosaur. And I'm not converting. And Donald Trump. I think he uses paper only. He doesn't use the internet or something, he right? He doesn't? Yeah. I, that's something like that. <laughs> are, are you a Donald Trump fan? No. No. Yeah. I mean, I like. I really like listening to the news now because it feels like it's every day is just this insane new, like... Comic. Yeah, yeah. it's insane. Uh, but... No, I can't say I'm a fan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was, I actually, I hated him before he ran for president, yeah, right. though. Like, yeah. you see his head on, like, yeah. these... Weird shows. Yeah, and yeah. it just, he always seemed just not, like, a very good person. Mm. <laughs> now yeah, he's leading the free well, We're world. in Australia going, is this really happening? Is he, is he oh, really going to Oh, I thought it was a joke it? the whole time. Yeah, we then. thought it was a joke, too. And, like, and then all of a sudden he got it, and we were like, What? Is that for real? Yeah, how's, how's he viewed from, like, Australia perspective? Yeah, I mean, we're allies of you guys, obviously, so, you know, our Prime Minister and that have to accept it, but in the general public, they think it's a bit strange. Yeah, uh, for sure. Your favourite wave in the world? <laughs> you took, just answered it for you. <laughs> yeah, what did he say? <laughs> I'm not too sure. I don't speak to it. <laughs> 
It's a rooster though, sorry. Favorite wave in the, what's your favorite wave in the world? What? Oh, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> the rooster just answered it for me. I do speak rooster. It's, um, it must be G-Land. Yeah. Really? Yeah. G-Land. Speed reef, high tide. Yep. Yep. Uh, I'd say my favorite wave I ever surfed was in Japan, but it's not always there. Oh, okay. And it's like, seemed, I think I surfed it like the best it's been in ever, forever. So right. I can't really say that yeah. that's so, my favorite wave. That was your favorite set, I guess. I would have to get, I would have to say, yeah. Yeah. Is that on the Typhoon Swell? Yeah. Yeah. It was insane. Wow. Whereabouts? Um, close to Tokyo. Oh, wow, not wait. that far from Tokyo. Oh, wow. Um, like the Shonan kind of area somewhere around there. Yeah, but I guess it doesn't. It's right. like not yeah. there all the time, yeah. but I guess it was the best it's been forever, but, um. Who did you surf that session with? In John Japan? John, that John, was the John, session you told I was us speaking about of. Yeah, 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 John John was uh, definitely um, showing his, it was just perfect waves, and yeah. and I just didn't know John John was that amazing. We're, but I'd been aware of him since he was a kid, because he was like famous kid, and then um, that was where I first really saw him, like, show how good he was. Mm. It was pretty Howing. impressive. And now I can't believe how good he's surfing now. I know. Yeah, he's incredible. It's even, he's even got better. It's like next level, hey? Yeah, he's insane. I don't know how he got beaten at J-Bay. That was weird, but... I didn't even see that. You didn't see either. that? Yeah, Frederico Marias, he needed like an 8.9. And um, even though I love Freddie, but I was like watching it going, oh, I don't think he's got it. But the judges gave him a 10. <laughs> really? I was like, what? There's a lot of tens happening. Yeah, it wasn't there. there, and there was a lot of claims too. <laughs> the claims are they insane. Were, they were claiming, and the wave's still going perfect. <laughs> like for another 100 yards, and they were like, oops, the wave's still going. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> uh, um, what excites you about surfing right now? Um, doing it. Just doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Getting good waves yeah. is pretty exciting. It still somehow hasn't really lost its uh, its um, satisfaction level. Yeah, but not 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 at all. Hey, eh? no. no, it's still. It's, yeah. I don't know. It's like the most addicting yeah. thing in the good world. Yeah, yeah. I think you know what's crazy about talk, talking about um, wave pools with you. Yeah, is I wonder if perfect waves will like lose their yeah, uh, like, wonder too. Their uh, like luster yeah <laughs> yeah i know that's weird it's like i feel like the reason the good waves are so like you're so addictive to trying to get them is because they hard. never happen it's hard to get <laughs> yeah and soon they're going to be right there yeah in constantly. front of you constantly good point <laughs> <laughs> and uh what inspires you then uh um, just surfing i mean we surfed today and it wasn't very good but we came in very happy that's, that's i was a, pretty stoked yeah. on that. <laughs> but <laughs> That was pretty good quality for summertime in Ventura. Yeah, yeah. I think still just watching surf films. Yeah. I, I watch I watch a lot of surf films, old and new, mm -hmm. and um, just get psyched on people's styles and the mm. music and surfing together. And um, I would say that's my number one form of inspiration as far as surfing goes. Yeah. You released chapter eleven eight months ago. How was that received? Um, I felt like it was received really well. But I also don't feel like anyone would come up to me and tell me it sucked. Really? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think they would either. Yeah, I don't, it's not something. I feel like even if people hated it, a lot of people would have told me they liked it. So it's probably my. I probably have a skewed um, response okay. on it. But um, 
it seemed like a lot of people connected with it, and um, hopefully. Uh, where were you, where you filming that, it. basically? All, all over, or? Well, what happened, so I did a film called First Chapter mm -hmm. with Quicksilver uh, when I was like 21. Mm -hmm. And then when Quicksilver went bankrupt mm -hmm. and um, we parted ways, yeah. uh, I felt like the name wrote itself, essentially. Chapter 11, oh, right. bankruptcy, whatever. I was like, <laughs> thought it was so clever and amazing, and I just wanted to put out a surf film yep. based around it. And then I just wanted to kind of tell the story of, like, first it started, I just wanted to tell the story of how our relationship, like, fell apart, mm -hmm. essentially. Because I just thought it was interesting and different than people would have thought. Yeah. And then it just kind of started sounding like a bitter, like, whiny pro surfer. So the story kind of shifted and I started talking about like pressure and mm. um, just essentially why I fell in love with surfing and how I couldn't handle the pressure. It was just like kind of the trajectory of my career. I told like okay. a, that story mm -hmm. and I hope it resonated with a lot of people. It felt like it resonated with a lot of people and people could pull something from it and connected with it. So that's cool. So I felt like that was a success. Unreal. I don't watch a lot of surf films, but I'm going to go watch that one. Yeah, check it out. Yeah. <laughs> I know you love to surf with Craig Anderson, and now you're partnering with him in your new brand. Um, but who are some other guys that you like to surf with? Um, you, I like clan. surfing with Craig because he's really mellow in the water. He's mm. not competitive, and he likes going on different waves than myself. So who are compatible surf partners? Oh, he, he likes goes to go left. You, you go right. <laughs> I, he doesn't look at rights yeah. or whatever. We're serving a beach break. Yeah. And uh, I just, I don't know, it's like a mellow environment and I get stoked seeing him land something big and yeah. I think vice versa, it's yeah. like non-competitive. It just feels like, like, I don't know, it's, I, I don't like surfing with guys who get all competitive, like get bummed if you do something cool. It's like the worst feeling. <laughs> and um, so I kind of, and also a big part of like traveling these days for me is just doing trips with people I like being around, like outside of the water. Um, so that'll be like Craig, Dylan Perillo, uh -huh. Brandon Gibbons, mm -hmm. uh, my friend Matt that we were surfing yep. with today. Yep. Just guys that I like being around and surfing with. Mm -hmm. And, um, Matt, he's a, he surfs good. Yeah. He's a good surfer. Yeah. It's funny. Cause like now with magazines mm. pretty much being gone, no, yeah. there's not like no such thing. When I was a kid, it would be like magazines would put together trips. There'd be like yeah. film production crews that put together trips and yeah. make films. Uh, sponsors would put together trips so I was like constantly getting on trips with like random people which mm -hmm. was awesome but now it's like you create your own trips you got your own yourself. content yeah and so I just like do trips with people that I like and yeah and we collect so you've been pretty much doing that anyway yeah yeah, yeah but that's like it's pretty trippy it's yeah, changed it so is. much in 10 years it is. How to say it? absolutely when's your next clip coming out again did you say um I'm thinking like August 15th okay we're gonna do a premiere in LA okay and uh launched like the new collection for former um yeah so i'm not gonna be able to film for it anymore i feel like you never have enough but yeah i've had i've done a lot of i've had a lot of uh misadventure with um filming on this on this, this one okay just like <laughs> making random calls on swells <laughs> that aren't really there and i got locked up in portugal for oh, two days it? yeah what tell us the story um so i was flying to portugal mm -hmm to film to meet Craig. Craig yep. was already over there. I'd mm -hmm. called Craig and told him that Portugal was going to be fun. And he's uh -huh. like, got all psyched, went there, 
I had this Vans thing that I had to do, so I missed the first part of the swell, but I was still coming. And then boarded the flight in, I had a connection in England, mm -hmm. boarded the flight, got on, passed out on the flight. It's like a two hour flight, woke up, got off the plane in Lisbon, all stoked, walked to the um, passport thing. And I was like, holy shit. Oh no. Looked through my bag, couldn't find my passport. So I don't know if it was like sitting on my lap and someone snagged it or if I left it on the plane or what, but they called like the ground crew and they're like, nope, nothing here. And so I was like, ah, shit, this sucks. <laughs> well, I'm gonna probably just get sent right back to London. Yeah. And then next thing you know, they're like booking me in and they're like, no, you're staying the night here. And I was like, ah, shit, like some airport hotel, whatever, yeah. minor. I got like, I got a bunch of stuff on the computer, email, yeah. emails, yeah. <laughs> emails I could do and whatever. And the next thing you know, they're asking for my shoelaces and what? my phone, and they're documenting everything that I'm giving to them. I'm like, oh shit, this Where is they not gonna be fun. Taking me. Yeah, so it was like a legit jail. Oh no. Got locked up for 48 hours, and give me a two-minute phone call, and I called my wife, and yeah. I was like, I don't know what's going on. I'm getting locked up. They're taking my shoelaces. For some reason, that was like a big like thing to me though, because that means yeah. that there's like danger in there. Yeah, <laughs> like, for sure. People are gonna use it as a weapon or yeah. whatever. So um, they gave me my two minutes. I called Courtney and freaked her out. And so, anyways, I was in there for 48 hours of no communication to anywhere. And then some of the local surfers had like rallied and got me. A police escort to the U.S. Embassy where they're going to issue wow. me a temporary passport. Yeah. And then when I got out and the police um, were giving me the transport, they were like tripping out because that's like super unusual to yeah, get any I special bet. treatment yeah. like that. They're like, who are you? Yeah, who are you? <laughs> if we like Googled your name, would you come up? And I'm like, yeah, I think so. So they Google my name and everything that comes up is like, oh, like fuck Portugal. They like locked up Dane. <laughs> <laughs> it like blew up in the surf media. Oh no. Yeah, and they're like, wow, you better say something nice about us now because we're like hooking you up. <laughs> Anyways, I get out of the jail after 48 hours, get to the um, coast with Craig and um, Brendan Gibbons like right after the swell's gone. And there's like four or five days after that where it was like foggy onshore, one foot shit for like five days. And I was just like, what am I doing? Like too old to be filming for surf clips like this is so stupid like I should just be home like <laughs> and then uh anyways I've had like just a couple sort of haven't really scored filming for this clip but then you go through it and there's still it's there's still stuff, stuff but yeah. you'll always want more yeah, yeah. it would have been nice to score on one trip <laughs> oh Dane that's just been all time thank you for <laughs> cool. letting us into your world and good yeah, luck course. with the bubs coming up thank you very much you too. Yeah. Well, you already had it, I've but got one. good yeah. luck. Yeah, thank you. Yep, little Jasper. And that's another rock cast. Yo! Oh God, there's too many jellyfish. It's such a wonderful ride. It's such a wonderful ride.